Yeah, be careful. Be careful. We working in here, and it's good to see more people coming. And you, you know, it's, we we're wearing our masks. We'll do that for a while, and then we'll see. Is that fair? Yeah. All right. There ought to be some things in your life that you just kind of hate. Yeah. I mean, there there ought to be some things that that you there's some things that you can't stand, mm-hmm. and then there ought to be some things you just plain hate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, there ought to be some things. And it, that you just despise, you know? Some things that affect you more than other things affect you, all right? And so we wanted, we, we did our deadly deeds, 16 deadly deeds, so there are some things that God really despises, all right? And this one here is dishonesty. Dishonesty, he despises dishonesty. And we ought to despise dishonesty. You see, the worst thing uh, to me is when somebody lies to you. Because, see, don't say nothing. Isn't that right? And so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about this one, dishonesty. The lack of dishonesty, the lack of honesty or integrity. It's pitiful when you can't, when you don't have any integrity about yourself. You see? I even say that about your job. You know, on your job, you ought to have some, in, some integrity. Do you understand what I'm saying? You ought to want to be believed because of who you are. Does that make sense? And, and so uh, an, untruth, an untrustworthy person, but what they say is a person that can cause you a lot of trouble. Because you can get caught up into that. Or if you have that. So if you have that dishonesty spirit, you need to check yourself, but then you need to discern when other people have that dishonesty spirit. Because many of you, let's do it this way, all of us have been on both sides. And so what we need to know is, and we need to start teaching our children uh, how to discern dishonesty and distrustworthy while they're younger. Mm-hmm. As I looked at it, I think on Wednesday night, I think it was Wednesday night, when three, in different places, 15-year-olds lost their lives. Y'all remember, y'all saw that on the news. In different places, and we're watching our teenagers and, and young people just get, disposed. I mean, it's just like, bam, bam, just shooting people, you see? And the problem of it is, there's other people who follow them. Oh man, I ain't gonna do nothing. I'm just gonna scare him. You see? And they're really lying because they know all the time that they're really going to hurt that person. But you in the car with them, everybody goes down. All right? Mm-hmm. When, we tell the, when we tell this, I love you, do you really love me? I love you, Pastor. <laughs> We hate that. We ought to hate that. You see, we have, you shouldn't have any problem with anybody telling you, you know, I just really don't like the way you handle your life. You're just not, I'm, I'm not with you. That shouldn't hurt, a, I shouldn't hurt your feelings. What should hurt your feelings is when somebody tells you that and they're lying to you. That should hurt your feelings. 
right? I'm not doing all right? Yeah. And so let's, let's talk about that. Let's, you can give me the words dishonesty. We can do it again. Yes, it's deceitfulness and untrustworthiness shown in someone's character or behavior. That's something. And God hates that. We should hate that. Because you, you know what your pastor's taught you all for years. Character is who you are in the dark. You see, character is who you are when nobody's looking. Right. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, uh, the, uh, uh, the church has a lot of things they say that God hates. Now, listen to this. <laughs> this. This, what I'm getting ready to read you, never forget this about dishonesty, what, what God thinks of a dishonest person. Mm. Proverbs 6, 16 and 19, King James Version. So these six things does the Lord hate. Now remember, these are six things that the Lord hates. Mm -hmm. Six things that the Lord hates. Okay? But seven are an abomination. Okay. An extreme disgust and hatred unto him. Well. Mm. First one is a proud look. A what? A proud look. He doesn't, and that's not what we're trying to get to. Mm -hmm. A lying tongue. There you go. Mm -hmm. He hates that. God hates a lying tongue. Mm -hmm. I tell people, don't say nothing. You see, that's why we don't do that thing when uh, people want to give so much money to church, and I guess I can't even think what they call it. What is it? Yeah, pledges. We don't do those pledges. You've never seen us do pledges in this church. Right. Because you can get it caught up in an emotions and say that I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and if you don't do it, it's a lie. God hates a lie, mm -hmm. right? So that's why we don't do that. And, and, and pastor doesn't want to put his people in a position to lie. Mm -hmm. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. You see, you remember years ago, we were talking about being dishonest. You remember years ago, before they had all the cell phones and all this kind of stuff, somebody would call and your kids would answer the phone, Tell them I'm busy. Yeah. Oh, that's so-and-so. Tell them I'm not here. <laughs> Teaching their children what? To How to lie. And then when the child lies to them, they want to beat them to death. You see? Now you don't have to do that. You can look up and see the number. But that's dishonest. Mm -hmm. When you say you're going to do something, not doing it, that's dishonest. Okay? God hates that. According to the scriptures. He calls it a what? Abomination. Yes. Some other examples are also hands that shed innocent blood, okay. a heart that devised wicked imaginations, feet that can be swift and run into mischief. And I'm not speaking on those. Also, a false witness that speaks lies. There you go. A dishonest person. In other words, a liar. God, that's an abomination. He hates a liar. That's right. Right? That's right. And, that's, and, and, and that is something that we don't have to do. Just tell the truth. Or don't say nothing at all. That's right. You, see, you ain't got to say nothing at all. You know, I used to do it. You don't see me do it anymore. And I, at the end of the service, I'd say, I love you. God loves you and so do. All right. And people would say, I love you. You know, I said, now quit doing that. Because there could be somebody out there that says that it doesn't love me. Maybe somebody out there I don't love. 
<laughs> and that's a lie. You see, you understand what I'm talking about? You see, we, we're careless with words, but God holds us responsible for the very words that we use. And I don't want to do anything that he hates. And he hates a liar. He hates a dishonest person. Here we go. In Proverbs 11 and 1, the Lord detests. Now, because I want us to get it, detest. Mm -hmm. The Lord detests. That's right. Uh And truly hates. And truly hates. Come on here. And finds extremely offensive, dishonest scales. But accurate weights find favor with him. And I mean, he's talking about he detested. He hates that. And you can figure out the rest for yourself. That's why we don't want to do that in here. You don't want to do that in your life. Don't say nothing at all. You know, one of the biggest things that, that goes on in this church. How you feel? Oh, oh, I'm good. And you sick as you can be. You see? How's things going? Oh, they going all right? It's total chaos. You see? How you doing, Brother Johnny? Well, I'm feeling, feeling a little shaky. Pray for me. Just be honest about it. You see? Are y'all with me? It's just like when, that's why I am pushing so much the prayer line. You see? Don't walk in church sick or something wrong and walk out the same way you walked in because pride is telling you that you don't need prayer. That's dishonest. You see? Mm -hmm. All right. right. Now we turn to Exodus 18, verse 21 from The Voice. And I'm going to do this because I want our people to be blessed. I don't want us to be doing anything that's dishonest. Period. You see? All right. All right. For all these other duties you have taken on, choose competent leaders who fear God. So first thing it is, Moses and them were out there, and Joshua and them were out there, and there's a bunch of men, but they had, there's so many of them, they had to have leaders. Mm -hmm. And this is what hurts churches. Now, we don't do that in here, but some churches will vote a person in a position, mm-hmm. you see, you know, and, and usually it's somebody they like mm-hmm. or somebody that's financially stable, you know, that was big. And so the congregation will get, you know, they get together and they'll vote on what the deacon is and this is and that is. No, no. And see, and you know, if you want to get some confusion and chaos, get a group of people trying to vote on who should be doing something. Hmm. Well. You see? Yeah. Now, uh, uh, couples, you married couples can help me here. We can't even agree sometimes with husbands and wives. Right. Right. Now we're gonna try to get together with 15 folks up in church and get come out or 10, how many is on that board to come up with the right thing? You see? And some people have charisma just as dishonest as they could be, but they got charisma. You see, uh, right? Some people can put a show on. Yeah, some, some we, uh, we don't do, the de- if we have a deacon in here, we have the wife to tell me, and she stands and tells me that this man is qualified to do that, you see? 
there's been a many a deacon that's been made a deacon in a church, very good in church, and then goes home and beats his wife, cusses his wife. Y'all know that. You see, we don't want that in there. You see, it's dishonest, or a deaconess or whatever. Are you with me? So there are a lot of things that we need to, to do it even on our job. Are you honest with your job? They, you're there to do eight or 12, whatever you signed up to do. Are you giving, are you giving eight? Are you giving 10? You see? All right, here we go. All right. And, and sometimes I'm a little bit more peppy for the visitors, but I don't want to be peppy today. <laughs> I want you to get it and get it right. You see, so honesty is right now, some of us may be in here, we need to work on our relationships with people. And at the end of service, your pastor usually says sometimes, if you want to make it a better place, that everybody ought to have a friend, befriend someone that doesn't look like you. You ought to have a friend of somebody in your life that you care about that doesn't look like you. Amen. Period. You see? You see? That's how it's going to get better. Right? That's right. The leaders should fear God, love truth, and despise dishonesty. That's what we want this church to be. We want a church that's the same way. We want to be just with the same way God is. We want to be the same way in here. That's right. Be honest. Sometimes a pastor will ask someone to do something and they'll do it because they think they should do it because the pastor asked. If you don't feel it in your heart, don't do it. Say, no, pastor, I don't feel it. Be honest about it. All right? Sometimes people ask me to say something. I don't do it. Don't feel it. You see, because I'm going to be honest. Are you with me? Amen. And also not taking bribes. And not taking bribes. I'll do this if you do this. That, that's dishonest. Yes, sir. That's right. right? And after you divide and subdivide all the people into various groups, put the men of integrity you selected in charge over the various groups. So we want in this church men of integrity, mm-hmm. women of integrity, right. men and women of integrity. Yeah. You see? And when people, that, if you're a woman or a man with integrity, that goes on your job. You see, it is easy for you to do what pastor says. If you have integrity and you believe the gospel, it ain't no hard thing to have people to love people that don't look like you. This Bible tells us, it's all through in here, that we're supposed to love our neighbors ourselves. Didn't it say this? You see, the church has failed in this here. We have failed here, you see. We want to pick and choose groups that we don't want to deal with, you see. If we're going to be honest and be a true church and do the finished works of Christ, we've got to love everybody. We've got to give people a chance. Now, it don't mean we have to walk hand in hand with them. We keep an eye on them, but we've got to still love them because God loved us before we, before we had now. You see? All right. Now Luke 16 and 10, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. There you go. 
you may want, I want to do more. Well, you didn't handle a little. You see? A per, hey, this is how it is. If you can't handle a little, God is not going to give you a lot. Hold it now. If you are under a good leader and you can't handle a little, he or she is not going to give you what? Much. You see? You need to tell your kids that. They need to be raised up like that. You see? You see, a dishonest child becomes a dishonest adult. And a lot of those behaviors come from the home. If God hates it, you ought to hate it. And you ought to hate it so much you don't want to be like it. You see? All right. When I got ordained, I came from the church where everybody, they get on their knees and they have a conference and, uh, and they got all these people ordaining these people and it's kind of the Pentecostal way, Church of God in Christ way. And they'd lay the Bible on your head and, and they would, people would be shouting, and wherever, wherever, wherever God sends me, I'll go and that kind of thing. Folks would be just really get excited about, Lord, I'll go wherever you send me, I'll go. I didn't say none. <laughs> no, that's a fact. Sister Gwen to tell you, that is a fact. Yeah, see, wait a minute, I ain't trying to tell God I'm going to do something and I do it. I had that much sense before and I wouldn't even save. You see? Yeah, you see? I told Gwen, I said, they may send me to Siberia or somewhere. I asked him to go where to go. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And people done that. And you, and you have to come to a point in your life. You have to come to a point in your life, people, where honesty is the most important thing. Honesty is the most important thing. Can I say it again? Honesty is the most important thing in your life. You see? And let me tell you something. Learn how to deal with honesty. You see? If you ask the question, you want an honest answer, right? And then don't get mad at your wife for giving it to you. All right, amen. Right? So we're talking about this. All right? You're laughing, but I know some of you are going to get it. You know what Pastor, no, Pastor didn't say this. This is what's in the Bible saying it. You see? <laughs> now let's turn to 1 John 1, starting at verse 6 from the Passion. If we claim that we share life with him, but keep walking in the realm of darkness. And, and, and this is why it gets us in trouble. We Christians, we believers, right? And the Bible we're reading here, it says if we claim that, that we are walking with Christ and, and, in the, and we're still in the realm of darkness, mm-hmm. wait a minute. What are we? We're fooling ourselves and not living the truth. We're fooling ourselves and not living the truth. The worst dishonesty a person can have Mm -hmm. is to not know who they are or to be dishonest to yourself. You see? The worst person, sometimes you need to go and understand, Sister Potts, that person got that job because they deserve it. 
I'm not going to be dishonest and say they got it because of such and such. Does that make sense? You see it on jobs all the time. But why did that person get it? Because they go to work. They do a better job. You see? You need to get that. It's got to be in everything. I'm telling y'all, it'll change your life. This mess, it will change your life. You be just be honest. You see? My wife is smarter than me. That's a fact. She has more knowledge than I have. You see? I have more wisdom than she has. We good. We good. And I'm not ashamed to tell it. And the people come and say, no, 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 Gwen's got, she's got that knowledge down. You see? Isaac's got a memory that's unbelievable. You ought to have seen him do Bible study, it's unbelievable. Yeah, he's got a, a memory that's unbelievable. Right. You see? You see, he just doesn't have my charisma. Yeah, see, he was getting too happy back there when I was saying that. <laughs> you all understand what I'm saying? Be honest. Be, be honest. Don't raise your hands. But if I would ask the people to stand, are you a good husband? Are you doing everything you can in your relationship to be a good husband? You, everything in the relationship you're in, you're doing everything you can to be good in that spot God put you in. Could you stand? No, 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 I'm not telling you. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> I said, you see, could you be honest? I'll make it honest for all of you. I'll speak for everybody. I could do better. There you go. I can do better. Well, then start working on it. Or vice versa. All right? Honest. You, can, you can't grow if you're dishonest. You can only grow when you're honest. All right? But if we keep living in the pure light that surrounds him, we share unbroken fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, continually cleanses us from all sin. Now, why does it say continually? <laughs> say it, go ahead. We need it. Because we need it continually. Mm -hmm. You see, it is said, yeah, it wish you, like, it, this is not the J&J &J shot of what they call it, one and done. Uh, this is a continued thing. I got to continue working. Sister Gwen and I, you all know, uh, had the 50th anniversary, right? We got to work on 51. Yeah, 51, you got to work on 51. You see, there are people been married 50 years and get a divorce. You do know that, right? So you got to work on 51. Yeah, she needs to work hard on it. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> wow. Wow. You asked for it. Uh, that was good. That was good. That was good. I, I won't say anything to after lunch. Go ahead. Go ahead. In verse number eight, if we boast that we have no sin. Wait a minute. If we boast we have no sin. We're only fooling ourselves 
and are strangers to the truth. That's all of us. He's talking about everybody he's writing. He's talking about everybody. He's talking to everybody in the church. If you're honest with yourself, you, you can't not boast. You need some work. There's some areas in my life I need to work on. You see? But if we freely admit our sins, there you go. when his light uncovers them, he will be faithful to forgive us every time. And so what I want to do is be faithfully, every, I want God to love me. So every time that I'm doing something wrong, I've got to be faithful enough to go to God and say that I'm wrong and I'm sorry. And if it's, we'll just use, if it's my wife, I've got to get that done. You see? You see? Sometimes, I don't know if you all do this, but when I get sick, eat too much, eat the wrong stuff. Now this is true, you're gonna laugh if this is true. I apologize to my body. I, yeah, I, I apologize to my body because I've abused my body. You see? Be honest, be honest, you see? Let me see. Okay. God is just to forgive us our sins because of Christ, and he will continue to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And thank God he, he continues to clean and Johnny fills up. We ain't clean. We not fixed. You know, that's why church is boring. Church is boring because... We don't want to hear some things that we need to hear about cleaning our lives up. You see, because once we clean our lives up, it'll start with God, then it'll start with our family, then our community. You see, now listen to how I'm saying this. It is about time for somebody, one of the big name preachers, or ladies, or gentlemen, or it's in one of these organizations, to say, why aren't our kids living a good life, a God life? We need to just be honest about it. Be honest about why are our 12 and 15 year olds and 16 year olds out in the street shooting each other up? Want me to be honest? It ain't got nothing to do with the police. The police do, they, we know they, they do some things that. I'm talking about family members. Be honest. Am I being a good parent? You see, because a lot of kids are out there because they don't want to be home. You see? You understand? Be honest about it. In other words, I set my child up for failure. And I'm not going to blame that on anybody else. It is my responsibility to take care of my child. And to do the right thing. Am I doing right? I'm trying to go slow. I'll pep it up next week. All right? Take your time. Right? Because it's, my heart is broken. When I, I'm a statistic guy. When I see the statistics of divorces and they blame it on a what? On a virus? When you got married, you covered that in sickness and health. You see? Right? 
Suicide rates, sky high with young people. And we're blaming it on a virus? No, we need to get back here. Get it figured out. Get honest about it. Once you get honest about it, God will bless you. And your life will be totally blessed. People, people fell in bankruptcy because of a virus has nothing to do with that. Mishandle the money. You see? I can use my son Isaac, I said, you know, because they ain't been working forever. He calls it vacation, him and Nathan. Yeah, they call it vacation. Said, no, we on vacation. They handle their money right. You see? I'm in the condition, I'm in the condition I'm in, I'm gonna be honest about it. I'm in the condition I'm in in my life because I failed to do the things that I should have done to prepare myself to be done. You see? Lovely couples in here. What condition is your condition of your relationship in? Be honest about it. You always get quiet when you, get, when you go there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a fact. I want to be honest. I don't want to be dishonest because if I'm dishonest, God won't hear my prayers. But if I'm honest, he'll hear my prayers. And I want him to hear me. All right? And in verse 10, if we claim that we're not guilty of sin when God uncovers it with his light, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. That's why we don't want to go to church. That's why people don't go to church. The scripture right there, God's going to uncover you. And when he uncovers us, we got to accept it or walk away from it. You know? I'm going to get in line today for prayer for me. And I, 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 I'll be the first one up here to get prayer. Thank you to get prayer because I need more fire. I need more fire. You know, in, in my personal life, I ain't talking about sin life. Just this is more fire. When I read the Bible, I want a little bit more fire. So I'm going to get right on up here and get some prayer. Because mm -hmm. I need more fire. Man. You see? You see? Yeah, because I'm reading sometimes and I'm getting a little sleepy too soon. I'm not reading as long as I used to. But I'm 75. When you're 75, you ought to be reading more than you ever did. <laughs> you see? That's why I'm going to get prayer. I've got to be honest. Everything's good in my life, you see. Some things in my body are not working because at 75, they slow down. You see, you got to be honest about that. You see? And God will send me what I need to get that fixed. All right? Now we're going to talk about Ananias now in she, Acts 5. She's, when, when I say thank you, that means they raised for 30 minutes. I don't like to go too much more than that. But Ananias, you'll be able to follow that. Mm -hmm. Ananias and his wife uh, had promised to sell some property mm -hmm. and give it to the church. Mm -hmm. This is in Acts, the Acts 5, 1 through 10. Mm -hmm. Said we're going to sell this and we're going to give it all to the church. Mm -hmm. now, now he didn't ask, you know, Paul didn't ask 
for all of it to come in. They said they were going to give it all. God hates a liar. Now say nothing. Just give what you want to give. You see? That's why we don't take an offering up in here. Two boxes back here. You write a check, put it in there. Because we, we don't want no angry money. You see what I'm saying? God will take good money and take it as far as the angry money. So we're not going to put pastors protecting the congregation. Well, they said they was going to do something for the church. So we'll give it all. Now you start where. And with his wife's full knowledge, he kept back part of the money for himself. Hmm. The money that he said he was going to give, he took back for himself. Mm-hmm. For himself. Okay. And then he brought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. That sounds pretty good. He bought the rest, put it at the apostles' <laughs> feet. Yeah, this is this is what I told you. Mm-hmm. I was going to give. But then Peter said, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you received for the land? Peter said to him, you lied to the Holy Spirit. You see? Mm -hmm. See, see, you're getting bored to help you out. The worst thing, we need to change the, the rules of marriage. We say in the company of God. Mm-hmm. That's what you say. Yes. You see, and yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're telling God we're going to take care of his daughter. Mm-hmm. We're going to tell God we're going to take care of his, his son. Mm-hmm. That's what we're telling him. You, you all that's done it here, you know the vows that we do here. Mm-hmm. I know all you're doing that, but I had to go through that, right? Mm-hmm. You told him you was going to do that. You told him. He's going to do that. So he's expecting you to do it. Do that. That's right. The Holy Spirit is expecting you to honor that. All right, here we go. And at the end of verse 4, he asks, What made you think of doing such a thing? You have not lied just to human beings, You've been but dishonest. to God. You've been dishonest. What made you lie? Your dishonesty caused you to lie. And it's not lying to the pastor. But you're lying to who? To God. You're lying to God. What happened to him? So when Ananias heard this, he fell down and died. He dropped dead. Ain't you glad God ain't doing that now? Mm-hmm. Well, For real. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they thinking that virus is taking people out. You see? He dropped dead. This is scripture. That's how much he hates it. He hates a liar. Don't say nothing. You see? All right. Then at three hours later, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. So Peter asked her, tell me, is this the price you and Ananias got for the land? She's got her chance. Mm -hmm. She's got her chance. Right. He's asking her, says, is this what you all got for? She's got her chance. Mm -hmm. All right. So she says, yes, that is the price. So, I mean, that, they talked about it. Mm-hmm. Said, yes, she said, said yes, that's, this is the price. This is what we got. Mm-hmm. And then in verse 9, Peter said to her, how could you conspire to test the spirit of the Lord? Wow. 
So you're testing the spirit, the Holy Spirit. Listen, the feet of the men who buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out also. Wow. She dropped dead. Yes. You see? They killed themselves by lying. Y'all quiet because you understand, right? That's right. All right. So again, she fell down at his feet and died. Then the men came in and finding her dead, carried her out and buried her beside her husband. Wow. They both died because they were dishonest. This is what the scripture is. We in church like to have different messages because we want feel good messages. No, in this church, we want to do good messages. Messages to teach us to do good, to be responsible, huh? right? To be, to be responsible. That's what we're here to learn is how to be responsible. Dishonesty, let me fall off this. Try the spirits by the spirits. That's in the book of John. That dishonesty is a spirit. When you discern it and that dishonest spirit tries to get in, you block it out with truth. So I'm not going to live a lie. I only live the truth. You know, sometimes you say, Satan, get out of here. You have no place in my dishonesty. Get out of my life. We're only going to live the truth in our home. You see? You see? In my life. And in my life, I want to, you see, I was telling my wife, I just want to talk to you. I was saying, you know, this is the first birthday that I'm kind of not nervous about, but it's got me thinking too much. Hmm. I said, this is, I'm thinking, I'm like, wow, there ain't going to be no more. When you get 75, there's no yesterdays. Hmm. Yeah, you're trying to squeeze 10. You want to try to squeeze 10 more of these things out of here? Yeah, because, you know, you ain't got 75 on the other side. Right. You, you see? And I'm more conscious now of being more excited, but a different excitement. Does that make sense? Because I'm honest enough to know that this is, I'm living on a short time. I ain't sick, I'm getting ready to die, y'all. It's called short time, all right? I'm living on short time. So, you know, I need to make sure that everything is taken care of. You see, everything is taken care of. And so, listen, you have to be honest with yourself. Pretty soon, you need to be in a house where everything's on the same floor. Right. And there's not a lot of steps, right? You need to be in a house where, you know, you can go outside on the deck and it's on the same floor. You need to be in a house where the washer and dryer's on the same floor. You need to be in a house where, if it happens, a wheelchair can get can get around in. You, you, you got to think of those things, right? Well, we're in, a, guess what? We're in a house where everything's on the first floor, you see? And so we had to be honest, and we've been honest and talking honestly that we don't want to be in one of those homes, and the price of them things are outrageous. So we're going, we could, if something would happen to one of us, one of us going to be okay. And then we could do home care, so we're preparing ourselves for all that to happen now, you got to be honest. Yeah. Right. 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 Got to be honest. 
You got to be honest enough to know to face the truth. And once you're honest enough to face the truth, life becomes great for you. Right? I wanted to be very careful and go very slow with that because that spirit is all in this country. I've never heard so much dishonesty in my life. You know, you can just take this, this shot. And, uh, uh, people, you see, this is why I don't want any, I don't say in here, there, there are people in here that have talked to me about they don't like taking shots, but they're honest. I say, wear a mask. Mm -hmm. You see, because there's some people, in, I don't want somebody coming in here saying they have and lying. Mm -hmm. right. You see? Right. Right. He's called me. You see, because I mean, with the politicians, are, that's crazy. Just lying, lying. There's too much dishonesty. Mm -hmm. But not in the kingdom of God. Right. We deal with the truth. Yeah. What you need to do, you all are families, you all are relationships, and men, don't be abusive, because we have trouble doing that. Mm -hmm. How are we? Mm -hmm. I ask Gwen sometimes, don't I do that? How are we doing? How we doing? Give me the honest answer. How are we doing? And I'm not going to revolt you. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say, I'm going to listen. You see? Tell me. It's not going to be an argument. I want to know how we doing. Be honest and tell me how we doing. You see? You understand? Clean it up before you get getting ready to end up. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is my, am I, y'all love your pastor? Yes. Here's what we're gonna do. I want every household to ask the question, how are we doing? Don't get mad, don't get upset, Asked it. And the only way to respond to it is, let's work on it. You see? Can we do that? All right. All right. We'll get more, ex we'll get more excited next week, huh? You see, you hope so, huh? You see? And when I say these things, you know, I enjoy, I was thinking about, uh, uh, being uh, 75, I remember when I didn't think I'd live to be 25. You see? But I'm be honest about it. It's good, but it's not rejoiceful, because just 75. I'm honest about it. Because like I say, it's short time. It's the short time, you see? So you can't see nobody have a good time like I'm having have a good time. Uh -huh. Yeah. You ever try, I say, oh, I got plenty of time to do that. I'll do that when I get around to it. No, no. I'm already around to it. Let's go. <laughs> All right. As, as uh, we quit, as I just kind of ad lib, the first lady come up and uh, lead us in prayer. This way. This way. Isn't she beautiful? Thank you. I don't know which one's blessed the most, her or me. 
Honestly, I'm very blessed to have a, a wife like that. Blessed to have you. All right, here we go. Let us bow our heads for prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning thanking you, Lord Jesus, for all the blessings that you have bestowed upon us. Yes, Father, in all the years, Father, that you have given us, Lord. Father, in all the chances, Father, that you have given us, Lord. Father, all the things, Father, that you are uh, leading us through, Lord Jesus, all the things that you allow the Holy Spirit to teach us, Lord. Everything, Father, that you are revealing to us, Father. We ask you, Father, to continue, Father, to teach us and, and to bring us, Father, uh, into the knowledge of knowing more about you, Lord, and into the wisdom, Father, of understanding your ways, Lord, and your grace and your mercy. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth this morning over all of us, Lord. We ask you to, Father, to continue to touch us, continue to teach us, continue, Father, to show us, Father, that we must continue to reach toward you, to become more like you, Lord. He asked, you asked for this, for honesty this morning, Father. We asked you, Father, to give us the, the strength, the power, and the mindset, Father, to bring honesty in our lives and bring honesty to you, Lord. Father, we ask you in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, that you cover each and every one of us, that you bless us, Father, as we continue in this journey, ever how long it may be, Lord. But we learn, Father, to take each day, Father, and, and love you more, Lord, and put you more in our day, Lord Jesus, to become, Father, more Christ-like. We thank you, Lord, for all things, Father, that you've made possible. We thank you for this congregation. We thank you for the pastor and the, and the spoken word of, words of wisdom. We thank you, Father, for all that lead, Father, and all that guides us, Father. We ask you, Father, let us all respect that. And as we leave this building today, Father, let us take this word of uh, dishonesty with us, Lord, and, and look forward in our lives, Father, and start to make the changes that need to be made. We thank you, Father, and we plead the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth over all. In the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen, amen, amen and amen. You stay here. What's our homework? <laughs>